0: Everybody, welcome back to the Healthy Parent Podcast. It's Rob. I'm here with Casey. And we got a fun one for you guys today. Uh, spicy Casey is in the building today. He's got some hot takes he's gonna share. We got a, we got a topic I think that is important. Um, you know, right around now, and and mainly because I think a lot of times uh, people right around the beginning of February, at least in our industry, I've noticed, right around February and you know, early February through to mid-March. It seems as though people um, who have kind of ventured off and gone after those kind of uh, early New Year's resolutions, et cetera, um, may be coming to that realization, or for some of them, coming to the realization that they need some guidance and they're looking for help and they're looking to maybe hire a coach or a trainer. So um, real quick, I'll tell you what the topic is and then we'll get to all the good stuff. But basically, And then we'll get to Spicy Casey. Casey what up? Yes, the Spicy Casey <laughs> is here and ready to go. Um, now, what we're going to talk about is basically how to identify like a good coach versus, or a good trainer versus one that you may not want to invest your hard and money in. Um, because there are some things that are really, really important, I think, um, for you to realize, and not all trainers are the same. You know, I, I think a lot of times people do a Google search really quick, looking for a personal trainer, or maybe they just show up at the gym and say, Hey, I need a personal trainer at the front desk. And randomly, you know, whoever the, the next person up is, um, kind of gets assigned to them. And that's not a good strategy for finding a good fit for you, um, or a good strategy for just finding somebody talented, um, you know, at this art in general. So I want to, I want to help people kind of figure out that, you know, so that you're not wasting your hard earned money. And also that you can, you can give, we can give credit where credit's due to coaches that are actually really doing it and doing it well. But before we get to all that, and before Spicy Casey really makes his appearance today, we're going to bring it down just a hair, just a hair, because I want to know what your bright spots are for this week.
1: I have some bright spots, Robert. Good. <laughs> um, I have gotten two, hour, two nights in a row of eight hours of sleep. Boom. I think that's amazing. That's um, very good. Like 8.30 to 5.30 p.m. So that two things are happening on that end. One, I'm actually trying to go to bed earlier. Two, okay. my child is not waking up at four o'clock in the morning. So that's a win because I think parents listening to this know, sometimes it's out of your hands how much sleep you get. Rob, you've realized this. Like, <laughs> like I'm doing everything right on my end, but
0: yep. <laughs> there's a little
1: terror in the other room that it has other, other ideas. So um, that's probably one of my bright spots that have happened this weekend. I will say this. Um, first Friday of the month means that Sawyer has a cousin sleepover at grandma's house. So, uh, mommy, daddy date night and then Saturday sleep in. So it's, uh, I mean, the bright spot is, is yet to really happen. It'll happen tomorrow. Uh, and then Saturday morning when your boy, last time I slept till eight o'clock, Rob. Okay. Like I probably could have kept sleeping, yeah. But I got hungry. Like I woke up, and was like, "Oh, I'm hungry. <laughs> like I need to get out of bed because I'm normally eating at like five in the morning. And it's like three Dude. hours later, It's huge, you know." So, right.
0: so, do you have a do you have a night like a night table, a side table?
1: Yeah. All
0: right, you need to just stash some protein bars in there or something like. Dude, that. Dude, I slept straight, straight decal, through
1: the night. Like Pro-tip. I didn't wake <laughs> up at all. I'm and actually uh, I. I will say guilty things I'm guilty of in my past. I used to put a protein shake next to my bed. So when I would wake up to take a pee-pee <laughs> in the middle of the night, I would drink because I didn't want to go too catabolic. I would drink oh, okay. a protein <laughs> shake at like one in the morning I'm so laughing. that I could that, get some protein I, in my I body. Be... But the irony of drinking a protein shake while waking up to, to pee is amazing because if you've ever drank protein shakes with any regularity, you know within 45 minutes of drinking a protein a shake, you have to piss again.
0: Yeah. You it's have hysterical. Do, because it's, it's 20 ounces of liquid that yeah. you just chugged down in yeah, like oh yeah. three minutes. You know what I mean? And
1: I now, wish – and maybe we'll do this like we, – we, maybe the next time we do a th- – you and I will do a three things podcast. Um Okay. We will do – I think I originally told you I was going to do it this week. Did I say Yeah, that but that's awesome. Don't worry. Yes, I will and do it. Do it. Maybe crazy. next week. Maybe next week. Maybe next week. Uh, we'll do like dumb things we used to do. As it relates oh, to I fitness, so many dumb Dude, So, so I could, I love it. I like, I look back now okay. and I think of like all the dumb stuff that I used to do, it's amazing, but yeah. So, go bright on. spot, there it is. Um, we got daddy, mommy, date night. What up? Um, if you are not actively trying to date your wife, um, dads that who may be listening to this, you're doing it wrong. So, um, you know, just like slide into your wife's DM, see what's up. There you go, there you Rob. Go. There's a little pro tip for you.
0: That I actually appreciate that. We're actually trying to coordinate something like that. Like we're going to do a day date. I think that was then the, the pup can be in daycare as well too. Mm,
1: huge, uh,
0: which is great. You know, we really, we don't have to worry about like, Oh man, well, we got to go walk the dog or anything. Like it's literally like morning clients for me. That's it. Boom. Like six or seven o'clock. And then I'm done kind of punch. Like that's it. Calling it off. Uh, drop the baby off, drop the dog off, maybe go get breakfast. And then like, take a just nap whatever take out whatever we want for lo- like doesn't even matter calories don't count nothing like that right take a nap exact take a nap yeah exactly um watch a movie i don't know, <laughs> without interruption. I don't know.
1: it's crazy what we could just do? sit in silence
0: yeah exactly just like not do anything and enjoy the- appreciate the quiet um, have you
1: wait side note before your bright spots have you done that yet where it's like you know, it's like 9 30, you're like dog tired. You get down in bed and like no one, there's no kid, like your wife's not asking you questions. It's just quiet. And you're like, oh, I'm just gonna lay here for 20 minutes and do nothing because no one's talking to me. But you're like, you know, like I should be in bed, but I'm I'd rather sit here in silence than sleep right now. <laughs> like have you gotten not to that ex- point yet?
0: Not exactly, but I was gonna touch on some of this in the in the, the shit my kid did this week. Mm. Um so
1: We'll hold off though. We'll see. see. Lay on your bright spots.
0: All right. Well, before I get to my bright spots too, and we should have tackled this before, but FYI, we're going to really try to keep it clean, but um, this is a topic that Case and I kind of get a little fired up about. So there is a potential for there to be a swear and we apologize, but maybe this is one of those ones that we don't play in the car, you know, while the kid's listening or something like that today. Um, Yeah. Unless
1: your kid's like Rob's age and they don't know anyway. So just let it fire
0: yeah exactly I mean I got a two- year- old I
1: can't listen to barstool anymore in the car like it's no. not happening We're <laughs> Moana for days. there you go exactly
0: uh, so bright spots this week I mean dude the workout's been going really well uh, the nutrition's been going pretty well uh, I mean the sleep has been pretty good um, and part of that I'm gonna attribute to to the, the stuff my kid did this week um, which we'll talk about a little bit but basically we started getting him in the crib to Whoa. sleep at night. So he's no longer in the bassinet next to us. It's like, and now all of a sudden, like there's, you know, he he'd been sleeping through the night for the last. I mean, you guys have heard me talk about this over and over again. Like the last probably month or so, where he maybe wakes up once in the middle of the night, but more often than not, he goes down at like, like we start the bedtime routine around seven seven thirty, and he's probably out and asleep by like eight fifteen eight thirty, and sleeping until like. At the earliest, he'll get up at like five, five thirty to eat and then go back to sleep. And, and about a fifty fifty chance he sleeps from like that, like I said, like eight, eight thirty time to like seven, seven thirty. Like I wanna fight you like, so bad. He's like he's I wanna sleeping wanna fight like a you. champ. I'm so happy. Well, cause dude, it was a you're struggle. Lucky you're luckier in a, a screen.
1: First.
0: I know, I know. Dude, it was a struggle at first, let me tell you, but man, it it uh it's nice. It's nice. So the bright spots, like you. everything is everything is cooking right now. I love um, that. Real well, real well. Uh, you know, trying to think. I know that there's something else I was gonna say at one point and I forgot.
1: <laughs> nah, when you it's, get your sleep schedule back a as Compared a new parent, this. oh, major win. What flavor you got? What flavor? What we gonna go flavors today? Oh, what it's do you got? Grape. What are you drinking?
0: Great rock star.
1: Orange vanilla star baby.
0: Oh, you're doing your your seltzer. So, um, pro tip again, Casey have more than one drink lined up so now i also have the watermelon water <laughs> as well too in case i run out of one or if i want to alternate maybe i'm in the mood for watermelon one minute well maybe i'm, I'm going
1: to try to uh, take a yeah. break from coffee i'm having a lot of coffee and i think it's giving me stomach problems oh you're, you're gonna well sorry you getting you're like taking a break from caffeine or just coffee no just coffee caffeine no caffeine is my blood sorry are, are you on
0: the are you on the energy train drink uh, I mean, energy drink training, I maybe? do
1: have a case of C4 Smart Energy down in the gym, which is like their energy drink. It's actually really delicious—peach, mango, lime, or something like that. It's C4 What's Smart Energy. C4?
0: So that's—it's not their pre-workout. Yeah, it's not their pre-workout.
1: Okay. It's like an energy that drink. That
0: pre-workout one has that stuff in it—the beta-alanine. Yeah, it it's not the that skin yeah. crawl. It's horrible. Yeah.
1: No, I mean, it's I mean, great. That, that's it's I, great I, for I, workout.
0: Anybody that's listening to this, if you like that stuff, go after it. Um, I think it's like ten percent of the population has a weird reaction to beta alanine, and that's like me. Like, I, and it basically just feels like my skin is crawling. After you know twenty minutes of working out, I don't feel it anymore. But it's not worth it to me.
1: Honestly. I I love other, trashy people, pre-workout other people. Other people love drinks.
0: it, and they, some people get that feeling, and some people don't. Hell so, yeah! Hell yeah! Ah, well, we went through those bright spots pretty quick, but I'm okay with
1: that. Yeah. Some shit. your kids said this week. Well, do we want to do that,
0: or do we want the blue, blue, blue?
1: Oh what? Dude, two weeks in a row. I forgot the fish room update. I, What's I know, what is wrong with me? Yeah, bloop, 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 This bloop, is what bloop. happens when Spicy Casey shows up. I listen. I for the last two weeks, I've I like I forgot. I would forget my face if I wasn't like required to have a face. Like it's so right. bad, dude. It's so bad. In my memory right now. Like I I went to open my backpack today. I forgot my planner at work yesterday. I forgot my lunch numerous times in the last two weeks. I forgot my, um, all my stuff one morning. I grabbed all the kids' stuff, and spoiler alert, the daycare, childcare provider we use is attached to the gym, so I had to, I drove to work to drive back home, get my stuff, and drive back. It, dude, my memory so bad, so bad right now. So we Give have a new segment update. apparently
0: Casey Bogarted the fish tank one to do the, uh, boop, 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 the boop, boop, shit boop. I forgot today <laughs> or this week I will well, tell you what i
1: <laughs> I tell you what we would get some listener like if we we would get some listener parents, readings yeah, on that you know, parents would be, like, be like you know what I feel you segment. man here's what Stuff I forgot I forgot this week I thought I forgot my coffee. I just drove – I went and got another one, looked at the top of my car. Coffee was sitting on top of my car. I've been driving around with it all day. We would get some amazing stories on shit parents forgot. (laughs) We would get some amazing – send them in. Send them in. Yes.
0: Yes. Well, I mean luckily with the fish tank update, um, there's not – I mean, the only update is that the kiddo loves that fish tank, like loves that fish tank. The more, the more time he gets to spend in front of it, the better it is like, you know, he'll be in the middle of having like a meltdown or something like that. And he's been, he's been having some like, I don't know if it's like gas or reflux or whatever, but he's having some issues with that again. Gross but in the spirit. middle of that, like if he's, if he's getting going, it's enough of a quick distraction that it breaks him from that crying where he sits there and he's looking at, and I think it's like the refraction of light and everything like that, but mm-hmm. he's loving it. And, you know, obviously Liz's is, is has turned a corner as far as her appreciation. But the cool thing now is that like, we'll do a lot of our zoom, you know, doctor's appointments with, um, you know, all the different specialists that he sees and everything like that, whether it's the, because of everything that happened with, obviously with the labor. So whether it's the, the um, occupational therapist for early intervention, or if it's like the neurologist or whatever, we do it in his room so he can kind of play do tummy time. They can observe him. And all of them have been commenting on how cool the fish tank is and how awesome nice. of an idea the fish tank is. Cause he's interacting with nice. it. So big props to myself. I have one <laughs> on fish
1: home. room follow up question for you, Rob.
0: Yeah. Now that the
1: child, the golden child, the prodigal son is sleeping in his crib. Yes. And he is cohabitating with said fish in fish tank. Yes. Is it still the fish room or is it now Nicholas's room? What, what are you referring to that room as? I need to know.
0: I don't, uh, I still, I probably refer to it in all honesty with Liz. I probably refer to it as the baby room. But with everybody else, it's the fish room.
1: Okay, so we still so have, have work to, cover, to do. I just have it's to cover okay. my ass is what it is. We still have work to do. my Kind of. Fish room. It's the fish room. Fish room. Liz, fish I know room. you're listening. You, Liz, only you can call the fish room and unlock the key. It's the fish room, Liz. Just acknowledge it. Give in.
0: There it is. Okay, I told boom. her that okay. a couple On episodes ago. We talked about um how we need to get another big tank because it's good for radio Mm. and uh she she wasn't entertained by that idea she didn't think that was funny or or a good idea for radio i don't know anyway huge fish uh fish room update it's one of those no news is good news everybody's doing well um yeah man plants are starting to look good too we're gonna we're gonna get some more fish in there soon um and a couple more plants and just kind of like really make it look and look look nice but other than that, like yeah, kind of kind of boring fish room update. This yeah, let's week. get a yeah, let's get a dramatic change.
1: Let's get a dramatic boring change. Go go buy a new fish. Go buy a new plants. Let's see. Let's get a little, a little action. Yeah, we got to we
0: got to get the Russian get spy. Uh, yeah. you know, fish in there and see if we can you know see what happens or something like that. We got to spice this up a little bit now. I'm Here for it. Yeah, for sure. No, I think I think like some point next week probably would be my guess. Um, next week or next weekend we'll get some more fish. We'll put them in the COVID tank, and then we'll uh, we'll go from there, man. We'll go from huge, there huge what did Sawyer do this week
1: she calls me dad
0: she calls you dad dad wait what was she calling you before daddy oh all right so now but wait, now it's go, like dad. the, daddy. the, the extra
1: <laughs> like like it's a really short <laughs> abrupt dad and, is, and yeah. <laughs> the other day I was like this sitting like on the gro- couch but now
0: she's growing up that's what it is this is the first step of maturity you're no, no she's 17
1: daddy, no yeah no no she's Ugh. 17. Uh, daddy, the other Daddy's day, dad adorable. Dad is adorable. Yeah, it's past like the cute, like where daddy <laughs> so go? Is. You know, it's like it's like yeah. dad
0: no no longer. And she's like barking
1: anymore, yeah. orders at me, and I'm yeah. I'm here for it. Her. I love it. The other day, I'm sitting on the couch. <laughs> she looks up. She's like leans in, like gets all in my face. She's like, "What are you doing, dad?" <laughs> I, like, I like move my head back. I'm like personal Hello? space. Hello, we yeah, have personal space. I'm like I'm just sitting here next to you, and and she literally she's like, okay. And then like goes on and does her business. It was, I just, I'm like, I love that she calls me dad instead of daddy. Now I think it's hysterical. Like she like barks little orders at me. Like she's, we're doing like the potty training thing and she'll be on the toilet, like pooping or whatever. And she's like, dad, dad, come here. And uh, And it's like full, like, it's so funny when your kid starts popping out, like, pretty coherent, full sentences. Yeah. And you're like, wait, is that a two year old or is that like a, wait, what, what is that? (laughs) Like what, who's yelling at me? Like, that's not a small child. That's a a full grown adult. Like what come here? Like what? Yeah. It's been cool. So, um, I'm now dad and I now get yelled at as such. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm here for it. I know I'm, I got a lifetime of it, so I'm glad it was able to happen earlier than later. So great. There, There you go. Yeah. There you go, man. wait wait till Nixon he's just like "Ah!" like starts telling "Ah." you what to do and you're like really excuse me you're (laughs) gonna tell me what to do go go sit go sit on your booster seat there chump
0: (laughs) oh man well yeah so for us our our shit the kid I mean the bright spot and stuff my kid did you know he's sleeping in his crib which is pretty awesome let's go um but we also have the 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 funny ish thing I feel like, and yeah, this is sort of like on par here's what I'm saying this is on par with how the the I feel like the week has been for us um where we live in Massachusetts and in in uh, Peabody so we uh, for those of you that aren't in New England, uh there was a major snowstorm that kind of rolled through in Massachusetts on like Monday night into Tuesday of this week um and I like it was looking like it was going to be pretty gnarly for where my gym was located and where we live. So I called all my clients. I told them, Hey, look, you know, let's like, we're going to cancel the Monday night sessions. We're going to cancel the Tuesday morning sessions. Cause this looks bad. And you know, I'm, especially Tuesday morning, like the idea like that I would be able to get out, sh- get up, shovel my car off um, and then drive to the gym for a 6am sessions is not going to happen. Like I'm just not gonna be able to get up at like four fifteen you know, on Monday night, having coached all these people the night before whatever. So we cancel all of that stuff, you know, and most of the people live around the the gym anyways, but it just seemed like it was a safer bet. Well, the last second, sort of the the rain snow line, if you will, shifted and where we are like in Peabody, which is, um, where we live and a couple towns over from where the gym is, uh, got like two to three inches of snow and just all rain, all rain. And I'm like Ooh. sitting there, it's like, like, it's like Monday night where they were telling us we we're going to, this is going to be the worst of it. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, I'd already canceled all my sessions. I'm looking out the window, like you better effing snow. Like I better wake up and there better be like two feet of snow. I'm, I mean, of course I don't want a lot of snow to have to shovel up, but man, I felt like, like I had egg all over my face for like canceling all those sessions, and everything like that. So it was one of those kind of things. Well then, you know. Wednesday. So fast forward the next day, from Tuesday to Wednesday, Nicholas has his appointments with like the neurologist and the you know physical therapist and everything like that. Um, they're all Zoom appointments, and the neurologist is checking them out. Like, all right, let's have him do tummy time, and he's been doing tummy time. He's been great, and we do tummy time for the neurologist, and all he wants to do is lay down flat on his. It's like we could have picked his head up, and it would have just boom like right <laughs> back down on the ground like he's not gonna lift his head he's putting no effort into this tummy time all he wants to do is lie down and like suck his hand and his thumb which is like that's really funny like my kid has discovered his thumb and his hands which are the greatest thing in the world to put in his mouth like all he wants to do ever is shove his fist down his throat which is really funny but also kind of weird you know that's if a he's doing that when baby he turns thing. 20 and 30 then we might have to nah, have normal to wait till he finds his feet dude about,
1: but. Wait till he finds yeah, his exactly. Feet. He, hasn't, he hasn't
0: even discovered his toes yet. He's just kind of like, mom, dad, do you guys have hands too? Because <laughs> these things are awesome and they taste good, apparently. Um, but yeah, so all he wanted to do the whole time, we're like, we're sitting there. Come on, kid, you're making us look bad. Like, you know, and the, even the neurologist, like, like, I think the, I don't think that they said anything of like, you know, he's behind or anything like that. But I think at one point, like Liz and I were sort of thinking ourselves like, oh, know like (laughs) you're gonna think that he's delayed and he's like and they were like well you know you definitely want to keep up with the tummy time stuff and we're like oh man they think we don't do it because he's not showing them what it could do like he's making us look like such idiots right now like come on kid come on try, yeah exactly you better effing lift your head up kid like that was it was really funny he's um but he's he's great and then like of course the second we get off that he gets a nap in and then he's like Oh yeah, sure. I'll pick my head up, no problem. Yesterday, all day yeah. yesterday, I'm like, got him on my chest, and he's lifting his head up. He's looking around everywhere. Like, my god, man, my god, it was funny. It was funny.
1: The sh- the shit our kids do. The shit our kids did embarrassed Just us. Torment <laughs> torment their parents forever. That's what they yeah. That's it right there, man. I still torment uh, my parents.
0: Well, yeah, I was gonna say I'm 37. I'm sure that I do the same yeah. thing. You know what I mean? Like, so it is what it is. It is what it is. So, like we were getting to, uh, this is actually I think this is like record time twenty minutes. We went through. I feel spots, like that's
1: normal. It's like, like twenty tidbits. to twenty five minutes. Like it's. That's what we've been time usually us. going
0: like pushing to thirty now that we had because no. I feel like there's been a longer like well we basically dove right into the yeah process. normally there there's more a of, lot of witty banter n- before yeah here.
1: there's normally there's like a cold intro
0: yeah we went right to this one you, you know, know we, we try to be funny it's
1: not right, right yeah, to it
0: yeah, yeah exactly now we, we we cut to the chase this time. Um, so we're going to get, like I said, we're going to get to the topic and this will be fun because the both of us kind of have opinions on this. Um, it might be a little ranty, but it'll be enjoyable to listen to. Um, so yeah, topic, how to spot a good trainer, basically. Um, yeah. if you're looking for one and also what things maybe we would qualify, uh, or things that people would do or say that might kind of throw them in that trainer category that you don't want to spend your money on right now. Um, that's basically the gist of, it. because I know that there's a lot of people out there looking for coaches as we kind of talked about in the beginning. And I don't know that it's, it's really hard for a lot of people to figure out what's good and what's not good. Right. Um, and I, you know, it's kind of like a doctor, right? Like you're, you're finding a do- you want to find a doctor that you, that you feel like is up to date on information, um, that you click with that listens to you um, and you know what I mean? And that, that you work well with. And, but I also would say like, when it comes to finding a doctor, I don't think a lot of people really research that kind of stuff either. Right. When you're looking for like a PCP or something, when you're looking for a specialist, people go bananas on researching. But when it comes to like finding your primary care physician, they're just sort of like, well, where's the near place near me or where's the place that's near me? And then who's taking patients? Sure. That sounds great. I'll work with them. And that sort of seems to be the approach that people take with, personal trainers where they think, all right, well, you know, this, this guy's got a certification, so he's, he must be good, you know? And the truth is like getting a certification doesn't mean that you're a good coach at all. It just means that you, you pass the very low barrier of entry that allows you to
1: do this. It means you have a hundred dollars.
0: Yeah, really, honestly, because it doesn't – You to be totally honest, you don't even need to have a certification to be a good trainer or a good strength coach.
1: You don't um, – in Vermont, don't you don't even anything. need a certification. It just means that
0: you, you – you, like I said, you, you paid money to pass a test so that you can have the emblem of one of these companies – on your thing. And for a lot of commercial gyms, it's something that they require. They want a certified personal trainer. And that's understandable. I mean, it gives you a little it it, for them. It gives them a little bit of credibility. Like they, they have to at least know the bare, bare minimum, but you're not looking for the bare minimum as somebody who's looking to invest money in a trainer. You're looking for somebody who's actually going to get you what you, what you want in a way that you want it. Um, and that you feel is collaborative and works well for you. So Without further ado, like let's talk about some of the qualities that make a good trainer, and maybe some of the things that we want to avoid.
1: Can we cover some superficial things beforehand?
0: One hundred and ten. Because I think go-case. this.
1: So I'm. So you and I come from two different areas. I'm in a commercial health club, um, five locations, seventeen personal trainers. You're in a boutique. As the owner, yes. operator, head coach. So, like very too, and this is and we'll have some Blind similarities. In. I think we actually have a lot of similarities on this, but I would tell you, and you know, even as someone in a commercial gym, like there's you don't need just because you go to the to a gym doesn't mean your trainer needs to be at that gym. Yes. Like that's superficial thing number one. Like just because you go to an orange theory doesn't mean you have you have to see a, a trainer privately at the orange theory. Is it more convenient? Yeah, maybe. But at some point you might sacrifice convenience for the process. Results. I won't even say, yeah, like results, but like the actual coaching process. Yeah. And then superficial thing number two, and this is kind of kind of overlaps a little bit to point number one, is a really good trainer will have the opportunity for you to work with them at multiple options and multiple price points. Um, And I think that's important because if you're meeting with someone and they only have one way you can work with them and it only costs one way there's, it's so rigid that it's, I'm not saying that's wrong, but I'm just saying that a good trainer We'll have multiple ways for you to work with them and multiple price points that fit your budget or fit your current financial commitment. Um, Whether you you want to start private, work to group, start group, work to remote, start remote, work and work your way to private. I don't know. That's up for you and your trainer to decide. But those are just two superficial things I think matter because I, I work in a big health club. There's people that see trainers not associated with their health club. And yeah. I don't fault them for that. And likewise, there's people that go to like an Orange Theory or Spin Studio or, you know, I work with uh, a couple of women that they do like boxing classes and all these other things and they're like fitness connoisseurs, but they work with me for personal training and, and strength goals. And we actually kind of work those into their program. And that's just something that I think is more normal than someone might like on the outside looking and think. So I just want to put yeah. those two superficial points out there before we talk about trainer qualities. I will just say like no, just things actually, about trainers right. in general to cover.
0: I think you're right, and I think that that's an important thing to mention is that like like you were just saying, you know, sometimes we we will sacrifice um, progress, results, the process, like you said, or just finding the right person for us um purely out of convenience right mm-hmm. and i don't that's not to say that convenience doesn't matter Hold, like i don't want to say like again this we you know we target you guys as parents with our advice and as a busy parent convenience is something that's important to you but this is not like ordering takeout right like it's not like well what's the closest pizza place let me just order from them you know what yep. i mean this is something that's a much bigger financial commitment um, and it's something that's much more important to be honest. like so, although I do think finding a good cheese pizza is important. it's but, super uh, important, right but, but finding it no, again, like I said, finding something that like that's gonna work for you is much more important. and so sometimes it means looking outside the box or outside the little you know, your little scenario there, um whether it's in the gym that you work out at the commercial gym you scan your key tag and go to, um or if it's you know, well, what's the nearest personal training studio to my house? Cause I want to go in person or, or whatever, you know what I mean? Finding the thing that's going to work for you. And, um, and on that note, I would kind of piggyback and say, it is a okay to shop around for training and coaching. You should shop a, around. It, yeah. Not only is it, you A-okay, absolutely should. It. Okay. Uh, th- I mean, if you find somebody right away and you fall in love with them and that you're like, this is a great match. Awesome. You know what I mean? But treat it like you're shopping for a car. Uh, not necessarily like haggling over price because that's not something that we do really. But but I mean, as far as like test driving, test drive the coaches that you think you might be a good fit with and see what makes the most sense for you. You know what I mean? And find the person that you feel like you connect with that gets you, that gets, and also understands where you want to go the best um, when it comes to your fitness journey or your fitness you know, process, whatever we want to call it. Um, because that's the person that you want to work with. Not necessarily the person that, you know, is the closest to you um, or the first person you meet thinking, well, that's the same as everybody else because we're all very, very different. Um, Or the first person that makes you puke during an assessment, you know, because they made you work really hard or something like that. And we've all talked about that before. of Like, that's not a good that's not a sign of a good coach. That's the sign mm-hmm. of a bad coach. But yeah, um, which we we'll might we might get into in a second as well here. Um, but yeah, so, so, you know, those things are, are important things and, you know, do part of doing your research is actually going out and experiencing some of the different types of coaches that you might work with or, or personal trainers that you might work with to find the one that works best for you. Um, you know, cause at the end of the day, that's, that's, what's important is, is where you're going and what you feel most comfortable with.
1: Yeah. Um, do you want to talk specific qualities now?
0: I think so. Kind of answer that the question, incredible.
1: Rob, a good personal trainer, to, in your opinion, does this?
0: Uh, the first and most important part is listens.
1: Boom. Give an example.
0: Uh, yeah. I'm. I, I, somebody who actually listens to what you want to achieve, asks a lot of follow-up questions of how we can get there, of what are some of the things maybe that um, have kept you from getting there in the past, et cetera. And not in a way that is like judgmental or anything like that, but more along the lines of trying to understand your past history so that they can come up with a better idea of how to help you go the way you want to go or maybe talk to you about other options uh, you know, for your fitness journey, if you will, that might fit you a little bit better. But the idea is, again, most importantly, listening and being able to communicate with you Um, because the idea is, again, this is something that's going to be very individualized and personalized to you. And if they're not listening to you, there's no way that, that it can be directed to like what your goals are. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, it, it's not going to happen. I'm sure there's always overlap between, you know, as a coach here, especially as like Working with multiple people at the same time in my field, like a lot of my clients will look over and be like, "Oh, so and so also has squats today, or or this or that," and that's okay. There's there's a lot of program overlap, but it's not because it's not as a result of like, well, everybody here does the same thing all the time. It's because these qualities all seem to line up with these people's goals, and it just so happens they're working out at the same time, kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but most importantly, again, like, I think the number one, the number one thing is that you feel like they really listen to you, um, and that you can communicate. Like this is sort of a one-two thing, but they're kind of intertwined, and that you can communicate openly and freely with that coach.
1: I love that statement. The last part right there, open. If you if you feel like you don't have a say, you should mm-hmm. walk away. And maybe run away. Don't walk.
0: Don't walk. Run. Yeah, sprint. you
1: should probably there you go, your run exercise, away.
0: Sprinting away like from your bad guys. That's
1: that's my biggest pet peeve. And I work in a in a commercial setting, and one of the biggest things I work with the trainers on is is it's not your session. Yes, it's not. It's the client's session, and it's your job to almost sherpa them to wherever their destination is. Rob, to carry, kind of piggyback on what you said. I think trainers, if a trainer doesn't ask you what you like to do in the gym, and I don't care if you have an answer for it or not. If they don't ask you what you like, it's a red flag, big time red flag, huge red flag. Yeah, I agree. On the flip side of that, if they're like, you know, if it's, hey, what, you know, what are some things you haven't enjoyed before? Oh, you were used to train here, you know, and you don't, you don't, didn't like it. Like, what were some of the things that you did that you didn't like so that I don't make you do the things that you didn't like? Yeah. Yeah.
0: I think that my, my thought, and I asked that question for a lot of people, what are the things you really love to do? Because I want to, I want to kind of spark that fire and, and, and ignite that and kind of foster that and let that fire grow to like a roaring like blaze. But I also, um, I'll ask the question of like, what are some of the things you didn't like? Um, you know, and depending on what their answers are, sometimes it's exercises and that's okay. You know, we can find other variations and other exercises, but I also like to follow up on the, on the, You didn't like that. Why didn't you like that? Mm -hmm. Because sometimes that can be that question can be the thing that, you know, maybe it's something that they didn't like, but it's also kind of important for getting them to where they want to be. And we can find a way to make that a lot better for them so that they go from hating it to either tolerating it or maybe enjoying it all of a sudden just because of the way that it was presented to them or the way whatever maybe it's an exercise like how many times have i heard people tell me and i know and i'm about to get casey really fired up about this um because this is coming but how many times have i heard people say i hate squats to me and
1: that's literally, did you see my Instagram post today? Yeah,
0: that's why. Not should I, I, should, this, I should I share the story? Should I share I'm the story? Let me, uh, let me finish this and then you can share the story. So, and the answer to that, you know, um, I've had a lot of people say I hate squats and I totally get that. And I, you know, I'll not, I won't make somebody squat because I think that they need to squat. But oftentimes though, I'll say with a squat, like, you know, it's a matter sometimes it's a matter of finding the right variation but also people haven't been coached on how to do it very well and if there's one thing that i feel like when it comes to coaching exercises and i use the squat partially partially because i'm biased that's my favorite exercise and it's also the one that right, a i can coach one thing yeah. it's this yeah of course i'm, I'm a power but like i know that i'm a really effing good coach when it comes to teaching people how to squat and so I, I often will coach people into it. And by the time they're done with that assessment, like, I don't hate this anymore. You know, it's hard. And I, and I don't like having my quads be sore or something like that the next day, which might be the thing that they, why they hate it. But, um, but they don't hate the actual act of squatting that much anymore. And if mm-hmm. they do afterwards, and I've had a couple of people like, yeah, I still hate it. Like, cool. Let's do lunges instead. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or let's do, let's do a box squat or whatever, something different, you know, and that's okay. Um, but again, like I, I do like to make sure that I repre- like represent some of the things that they hate in a way that maybe is easier to digest if it's something that's super important. If it's something stupid and trivial, like, you know, I don't know, like, I, I have no idea. I can't even think of anything. Like, I hate uh, chicken. Cool, don't eat chicken. Eat eat something else. That's fine with me. Have I mean, whatever you want to do is fine with me. You know, like that doesn't bother me. That's not gonna keep you from getting where you want to go or anything like that. But if somebody was telling you all you can eat is chicken and broccoli and brown rice, you know, you should
1: run away from that person too. You should run away from that person. Run the
0: hell away from that person. Casey you want to hit him with the story. This is why I brought the
1: the other reason. I, I I started working with a woman yesterday. She's 57 years old. And you know, going through like, you know, we do the assessment, we're going an hour on the floor, we're like going to do a little workout. And she's like, Hey, I want to tell you, I hate squats. And Rob, I agree with you. Like when someone says they don't like something, it's one, they don't know what they're, they don't haven't been coached on it well enough to actually appreciate it. Or two, it's probably in, this is really, it, it's, it's like a variation that they just didn't jive with and there's a thousand and one different variations of every exercise you can imagine so I mean, it's just think, a matter I mean, of I think finding it's important the right to
0: just one. dig into like the why yeah. you don't like something that's all and then you, you get a better idea as a coach um, we get a better idea as to why you don't like something and have more insight into um, do we need to play with this or do we need to avoid it you
1: know and the sneaky third reason is they're they're scared so my so-and-so yes. friend, hurt themselves doing this. And I'm terrified to do it, which goes back to point number one and point number two, they probably weren't coached well on it, or they were doing a variation that didn't fit them either way. So this woman says this to me and I, I, I literally without missing a B I said, cool, don't squat then. And she like laughed was like, you can't be serious. And I was like, Oh, I'm dead serious. Like we don't, don't squat then you know and she's like well i is my last trainer told me that it's something i had to do and i was like well <laughs> <Why>? <laughs> are you i was like i like looked at her and i was like are you able to sit down on the toilet and stand up off the toilet and she's like yeah. I'm like, well, then you do all the squatting you need to do. Like, just, we'll do something else. And I, you know, I was like, kind of like laughing. Like I wasn't like very, like I didn't have like a very serious demeanor when I said that. And she straight up didn't believe me. She's like, well, my last year I said the bar, that that barbell back squatting and there, there's the variation that she didn't like. And the guy probably didn't know how to coach him. Was, was it's the king of all movements and I should be doing it if I, you know, to, to do a total body workout that's going to help me whatever, reach my goal. And I'm like, looking at it, and I'm like, well, I'm like, I looked at her and I was like, if you don't like it, I'm not going to have you do it because yep. you not liking something is a good enough reason for me to not do it. Like if we're goal and her goal was like many is you know, weight loss. She did want to get stronger. And, um, one of her goals was to, to just like learn how to, to work out, like what a workout should be like, And I think a little bit of that is maybe her PTSD from this previous trainer who will remain nameless. Um, But, you know, like I told her, I was like, there's plenty of things we can do to help you get stronger. There's plenty of things we can do, you know, to teach you how to work out and specific exercises isn't like, that doesn't make your workout better or worse than the other person. Like the outcome of your exercise is solely dependent on your goals and has so many other variables in it that the exercise selection, though I think is maybe the most important variable in in a workout. Like it's, it's got so many other components that it doesn't, it can be muted. Like it's, we can can go push a prowler. Like it's fine. Like we can can do that. Like there's there's so many other, yeah, there's, and she just was in awe that I literally could care couldn't care more couldn't care less that she didn't want to squat and I told her she didn't have to squat and it so, was like yeah. it was I felt like she, I like took this weight off of her shoulders that she was like oh god this guy's gonna make me squat and this and I'm like don't we don't have to and that's kind of what sparked the idea of like if your trainer is pushing a certain anything on you a certain diet a certain exercise a certain supplement a certain exercise tracker technology thing. You should run away. You should never go back. You should cancel all credit cards that may be associated to that place so they never can have your information again. You should remove, you might even have to buy, get a realtor and buy a new house in the next town over (laughs) so that you are further from these people that are psychos. Like that sounds nuts. Like the idea that like, it's like, okay. And Rob, we've talked about specificity. And at a point, specificity, and and, and I would say like I work with athletes, like specificity is what matters. If you're a basketball player, playing basketball matters. If you're you're a power lifter, then yes, you need to squat because that's your sport. If you're not anything that requires a certain specific like exercise movement thing, Mm -hmm. like I'm a parent. Like that's my specificity. And if I do an exercise, I'm, this is where I kind of where I'm at now. If I do something that makes me so goddamn sore that I can't chase my two year old, my life sucks. And that's (laughs) my specificity. When I train now is to know what my training volume is and have it ramp up in a way so that I'm not dying when I'm parenting my child, because that sucks. Having sore arms and having to hold a 40 pound toddler. That's not enjoyable. So Rob, that's the story in the background. If your trainer ever tells you to do something very specific, when your goal isn't specific to that thing, run away, move, hire an arsonist to burn down that place of business (laughs) and live your life the way you want to live it. Rob, on to the next thing. I'm done.
0: No, I think you're right. Spicy Casey
1: out. (laughs) Spicy Casey. Uh,
0: I agree 100%. I think... um, Here's what that says. I I will say that, you know, and as Casey and I were talking about like, you know, making an episode of like stupid stuff we did as young trainers, like new trainers, we, we, we we all made dumb mistakes. And so there's a chance that when you work with a trainer and that's what they're pushing or something along those lines, or maybe you get introduced to a trainer at the gym during one of those, like I just signed up and you got a couple free sessions here and they're there, that's their mentality there's one of two things that are going on either they're they're an older trainer who never progressed at all and never <laughs> tried to get better and learn and there's a lot of them that a so lot true. of them in in this this industry um or and you I mean you can spot them from a mile away because you you see them they're not 21 years old they're 30 40 50 years old and they're telling you kind of silly things like that um Or the opposite of it, which is that they're really, really young. And that's not to say there aren't a lot of really good young trainers out there, because there are, um, especially ones that have gone through the good internship programs and stuff. But um, if they're a young person who is basically trying to take everybody and anybody to work and get them to work out kind of the way that they do, um, you know, same thing. Like they're just not good right now. Um, They might get better, they might not. They might turn into the 50 year old person who never tried to get better, but, um, but they're not the person that you want to give your money to right now. You want to wait until they either get better. Um, and in the meantime, find a good coach or, you know, they're just not a good fit for you ever. Maybe they will be a good fit at some point for somebody else, but they're, they're not for you. Um, either way, personal training is expensive, no matter what the cost option is. Um, and I think anybody who's looking for a trainer should know that or, or, um, you know, I mean, like if you're looking for tangent here. If you're looking for a personal trainer and your budget is like $30 a month or something like that, it's not going to happen. That's not a thing there. That That's not a price point um, that you'll ever find. So there is a little bit of calibration where people who are looking for personal training need to understand that it costs hundreds of dollars a month to work with a personal trainer. Um, even a remote personal trainer, an online coach typically is at least $100 or more a month Um, and that really is like a hundred dollars, like bare, bare minimum. You're getting very little with this, but, um, but enough to like get a training program and a little bit of feedback and stuff like that. So being conscious of that, but again, you know, you're like I said, this is an expensive thing. So if you're going to invest your money, invest it in somebody who's good. Don't invest it. Don't piss it away. Um, because maybe you like the person's personality or, you know, somebody, they look good in a t-shirt or whatever kind of thing. Um, second quality of a good coach. Well, Casey, I'm going to, I'm going to punt this one over to you, man. Cause you asked me the first question. So what would be something, what would you say is the second most important quality of a good coach?
1: I would say two things on okay. the X's and O's side. And I'm going to go two different routes on this. Like for okay. the X's and O's, like they do some type of movement capability just like they do like the, the verbal, like talking, like, right. Like do like a, a movement capability assessment, like some type of movement screen, right? Like, like a
0: screen in the beginning. Of yeah. They're assessment.
1: doing something to see what you can do before you do the thing. Right. Like I understand that taking someone through a workout that is very well thought of is inherently an assessment within itself. And I totally acknowledge that, but yeah. there might be a couple things you look to assess that, you, you know, before load is put on that person. That's probably like the trainer talk. I will say so this it's like, though. Like before
0: they do a goblet squat, let's just take a look at what your squat looks yeah. like in general, you know, and then we'll we'll work to, towards that. If
1: your trainer and this is maybe I'll, I'll well, the, the last trainer I went on is probably like if your trainer speaks in absolutes, that's not a good one. But if you if you literally, if you legitimately like want to spend time with this person, like they're probably a good trainer for you. Like, I don't, you know what I mean? Like if you're, if you like, they're fun to be around, like, Mm -hmm. okay. Right. Like you don't hate being around this person. Okay. Like I've, and I say this because I'm in a commercial gym and there's people who like, and this is weird and but I get it. There's people who are like, I hate fitness. I hate exercise. And I'm totally fine with that. I hate my trainer, but I won't do it if I don't have my trainer. I kind of, I think we could kind of break that out a little bit more like that deep root. I hate fitness and I'm only going to do this if I'm with my trainer. Okay. I don't necessarily buy that, but we could probably hash that out. But what I would say is if you're spending time with a trainer and you're paying them and you don't legitimately like spending time around that trainer, you probably should find a new trainer. Yeah. And that happens, but that happens where people are like, it's the norm. Like they're like, oh, well, it's my trainer. They're supposed to be hard. Yeah, your trainer, there's a difference between like your trainer pushing you and you being like, oh my gosh, I just, it my, you know, like they push me so hard. Okay. And there's a difference between like, yeah, you know, I, my trainer just kind of belittles me and makes me feel like I'm worthless and, but they're my trainers. Like that's okay. Yeah. that That's not okay. It's not okay. Mm-hmm. And you should find a new trainer.
0: No, I think I think having somebody that you that you enjoy being around is important I, I agree with you they have to have the soft sort of soft skills of like where you just have to have that personality like click right like that's important um, it's not necessarily more important than the as we rank these because this is quality number two not number one um, it's not necessarily more important than are they listening to you and are they going to help you get to where you want to go because if you're while I think it's, it's awesome. And I have a lot of clients and post clients, like old clients of mine that I almost consider friends. You know what I mean? Um, I don't think like paying somebody for, for paying a trainer to get you where you want, which is, but really it's just being a paid friend is a good idea. Like that, that I think that's too much money um, in, you know, for a friend, if you will. Right. But I think Mm -hmm. that like, you should be friendly with them. You should want to be around that person. They, they should, Um, in some ways inspire you to be great or do cool things in the fitness like in they should be
1: your biggest cheerleader that's not your parents (laughs)
0: 100 100 like
1: they should be Um, like ready to go to war with you and they shouldn't be ready to go to war when they're with you
0: yes like there's that's kind uh, of like my
1: my take on it
0: I like that little like play on words you had there with the like sentence. You like that? You like that? that. I, work in I work bop, with a commercial gym. I work with a commercial gym. What up? I work in a commercial
1: this, but... gym. Get at me. Get at me. Yeah.
0: Um, I, I think that was going to be my number two is basically like your trainer or your coach should be your, you know, your biggest supporter, advocate, cheerleader, etc. Um Here's a great way to identify a shitty coach and a shitty trainer <laughs> when they make statements like, "My job's not to be a, tr- a motivator or a cheerleader. My job is to to coach somebody or to program them." Um, guess what? Being a coach is being a motivator and a cheerleader, etc. Like, you know, uh, motivation. Well, we've talked a little bit about motivation and things like that, you know, before and how it can be fleeting or whatnot. Like, as a coach, like. You should be there trying to get them fired up. You should be and, and fired up because like your coach is praising you about the stuff that you're doing really well. That's not to say that they're not talking to you about the things that, Hey, look, we want to work on this a little bit, or how can we get you better at that or whatever Mm -hmm. and being realistic with you. But like, they should, they should be like, I said, like your friend, you know, you're, you're confident that person that like, you know, that they're there to make you, to want to see you succeed. You know, a coach in any in anything is on the same team as you. They're not they're not against you. They're not working against you. They're on the same team. They we're all going in the same direction, you know. And I'm just trying to put coal on the in the, you know in this the steam room area of the locomotive that's going forward. Um I think that's how those things work, right? I don't know. I don't really know trains very well, but um, but that's the point is like, you know what I mean? Like, I, so newsflash, if you're a coach, you are, you are absolutely 100% a motivator, a cheerleader, et cetera. You're celebrating big wins, like bright spots, for example, by the way, if you want to send us a bright spot, go ahead and throw that in the <laughs> mailbag there. It's been a while since I did one of those plugs. Um, I've got a good if somebody third ever one. tells you like, yeah, if, if somebody has ever, ever tells you that that's not their job, that's not in their job description, you see them post something stupid like that on social media or they're just not inspiring in general no matter how much knowledge they might possess get the hell away from them cuz they're yeah. not they're not inspiring you to do cool things to to do great you know stuff for yourself so it's not worth it you know what i mean
1: i fully understand workouts not every workout is going to be fun not every workout is going to be something you want to do yeah. and and i do get like trainers clients people like we all have bad days and But what I, what I, I guess what I'm trying to say is like, if you're, if you're about to like start training with someone and you're like, Oh my God, like, and you're dreading it, there's the the reason you're probably, yeah. The reason, and if you're dreading it because of the person, like it just, that's not normal. That's not a normal thing. You know, like you don't need to be fired up to see your trainer every day and your trainers need to be fired up to see you, but like you you gotta like read the cards It's not, it's not normal.
0: No, but I do think that it's important as a coach. Um, to do two things one and obviously we all have off days this is something to strive for as if you're a coach listening to this the thing to strive for is to try to do your best to leave any negative energy outside of the gym and only bring positive we're actors yeah,
1: yeah absolutely Yeah,
0: energy to a session even with like the sh- when the shit has hit the fan in real life or whatever mm-hmm. and if that's what's happened in real life and it's so bad that you can't you know let it go. When you're working with a client, it's time for a day off to sort your shit out. You know what I mean? Like, and that's okay. Um, That being said, you know, like you, if you're somebody you're coming in and this is one of those days where you're like, I just need to come in and punch the clock. And that's, that's the workout today with my coach. That's fine. But your coach should be there with you communicating about how do you feel today? Is that what's going on? Okay. That's what we're going to do. Then fine. Here's what we're here. Here's how we're going to roll with this. We're going to set, goals for each part of this workout here that we're going to shoot for we don't have to shoot go past them unless you feel like you can but these are the minimums that we're going to aim for let's get this in let's call this a win and move on and and that's how you can motivate them and bring that positive energy and you know and maybe they they surpass what they thought they could do that day or whatever but you know um, that's the kind of coach that you want to work with. You don't want to work with the person that goes, oh, you're having a bad day. All right, well, you know, I don't know. If you want to just leave, it's okay too or whatever. Or like, yeah, we'll just do this thing and that's that. And like, all right, cool. We'll see you next time. Like, no, 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 no. Like they should always be bringing good energy to the session even if you're not able to do that that day because yeah. that's what you're paying them for. Again, you know what I mean? Like that's what you're paying them for.
1: And I got a good um, third one, Rob. Me too. And I want we'll to know have, your thoughts it on this. might be
0: different. Okay.
1: A good trainer has a plan for you every workout in the opposite of this would be if your trainer walks in with nothing, like, I'm not saying you like, there's days where I have like a, like a client that like their workout is very like minimal, you know, like if it's like an athlete, like it's very minimal. It's like, we're going to do some, we're going to do some sprints. We're going to do like, you know, whatever. And I might write it on a whiteboard and then enter it in like our programming, like software afterwards or something like that. So I don't carry an iPad around or something like that. But like every client that I work with has a program. They have a, they have the menu, they have like the roadmap, like they have the program. If you're the trainer that just shows up and takes people through a workout. Based on what you feel like. That ain't it. (laughs) (laughs) That ain't it. And there's might be days where you're like, I've had clients be like, you know what? I just don't feel like doing something. Can you just, Can we just do something different? Yeah, absolutely. But 99.9% of the time, we're following a program that is individualized to the person based off their goals, needs, skills, abilities, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And we ain't just winging it. Like, don't wing it. What the hell, trainers? Don't wing it. Here's,
0: Here's a tip, hot tip for you if you're going, let's say you get, you go sign up at a gym, right? And they're going to give you one of the trainers or something like that. I mean, this is anywhere, wherever you might be getting a couple free sessions to check them out, to test drive them. If after the assessment and you come in for the very first workout and you ask them, Hey, can you show me the program that's written down of what I'm going to be doing today? Whether it's on a tablet, on a piece of paper, on their phone, even, although I don't really, I mean, I don't really advocate that, but whatever. And they can't do that. Not a good fit. They didn't prepare for you. They're they didn't prepared. prepare for you based on that thing. What they were going to do is wing it, make up some stuff, make you work hard because you did a lot of burpees or a lot of this or that, and that's it. Um, and point two, if you do see that thing, if they show it to you, but it's just one workout, it's not like you're and you're planning on signing up for a month and they don't have anything more than the one thing and they're like, oh yeah, we'll just do this every time you come in. Again, not a good plan. Like you're paying them for more than just what you could do on your own, which is, all right, I'll just run through these machines or I'll pick these five exercises and do them every day that I go to the gym. Like, no, this is a plan of like day, this day we're going to do this thing and then we're going to do this and so on and so forth. I think the set, so having a plan as a, you know, making sure that your, your coach or your trainer has a plan is super important. Part two of that though, as you just kind of alluded to and the quality that makes a good coach is the ability to, um, I deviate from the plan a little bit when needed. When needed. Right?
1: Absolutely. Lack and, of sleep. And that's like a little but, bit of
0: variability in that is okay. Yeah. You know, it's not to, it's not completely every time it's something brand new, but you come in and you feel like, you know, a hot bag of garbage. Okay. We're going to work on something different or maybe like, Oh my God, my boss is getting on my last effing nerve. My kids are being brats. I could kill my husband or my wife right now because they're like driving me up a wall. Come on in. We're just going to slam the med ball for a while today. You know what I mean? And push the sled and whatever we're going to do. Maybe we're supposed to squat a bunch of stuff. We'll see what we can get to with that. But like, we just got to, we got to let this out. And like in a constructive way, like that's cool too. And we just chalk it up as that's the workout and cool. Next time we come in, we'll do what we were going to do, you know, and it's all good. But like, there are things that need to happen there that, 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 that we need to deviate from every now and again. And that's okay to, to do, you know what I mean? It's not forcing you, you know, through this program just because I wrote it up. Um, and I would, so what I was going to say, the other part of it is kind of like a good coach doesn't have a big ego. Um, at, Love at least with, when I, when I say a big ego with regards to their own, um, this is how I do things. This is the way we do it. This is the only way that we do it. And if you don't like it, you know, it's cause you don't know enough and you know, see you later kind of thing. Like, yeah, that's you're wrong. If you don't like it, it's yeah. because
1: you're wrong.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, as I'll tell people every time they come in, like, I have no ego in my program. If you hate something, if something sucks, if you're just like, you get through two weeks and you're like, dude, I can't stand this. Can we like this or this just maybe this month of training is just not, I'm not feeling it. Cool. Let's go ahead and let's scrap it. Let's write something new up. Yeah. Know? It's a piece of paper. Absolutely. I can shred it like, at any time. That's fine with me. Like, yeah, we can rip it up. Like I'm, this is not a thing where I'm, I have to take you through what I want to do and this is how we do it. I might, I might ask you why it's not working. And maybe we can, like I said, we can exp- like, I can give you f- further clarification on why I rolled this out or, or wrote this up the way I did. But again, if you don't want to do it, we're not doing it. Like that's, that's fine. Like, and you're not hurting my feelings. Like I'm not emotionally invested in this thing I wrote down on paper because I thought this was the right direction. Like, you know, there's all roads lead to Rome. You know what I mean? Like there's a lot of ways to get there. We can, we can go different directions, you know, based on what you're feeling. Um, So I think that's, that's the big takeaway. And if somebody's not willing to give you any, uh, give you any wiggle room there, Um, or their, their ego is involved because like, this is what I do. Look, you know, especially like, there's a lot of really big name coaches out there too that I understand, like, they're very smart. They're very good at what they do as far as right. X's and O's of writing a program, but maybe they don't have those soft skills. A lot of them do, but, but some of them don't. And you start talking with them and this is the, they're like, well, we're doing it this way because this is the way we do it. That's that um, they're not a good fit for you. They're just not. And I don't know that they're a great fit in general. I think sometimes people like that are rested on their laurels a little bit. Um, no names. I'm not throwing any names out there, but, uh, yeah, like, you know what I mean? Like it's okay to have a general structure of, you know, especially of how a session runs in a facility or whatever, like that's okay. But if they can't deviate from that, because well, my name is so-and-so and I've worked with this person and that person and you're like, who gives a shit? Who gives a shit? Exactly, as Casey said. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah, man. I mean, I don't know. Now you you got you got Robbie uh Robbie Hot takes going on. I love too.
1: it. See? DJ Rob Hoff. Good. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm fired up, you know. Like, I'm getting some trolls right now on my social media, you know. Like there you go. Good. It's whatever, you know, like someone be like, if you have the ability to do it, you should do it. No, enjoyment and ability are two different things. Yeah. That's not, not even not about- that's <laughs> That's part of the problem. Like if that's, if your coach says you have the ability to do this so you should do it, you should run away. You should run away.
0: One, I agree with you 100%. I have the ability to do a lot
1: of things. That doesn't mean that I do them all.
0: (laughs) At the end of the day, you know, I, I think that fitness is, your health is the most important thing, right? And fitness is one of the, one of the best ways that we know to keep you healthy. You know, fitness, nutrition, those kinds of things, moving. If you don't like what you're doing, you're not going to do it. It doesn't matter how much you know <laughs> yeah. it's good for you or not. If you hate it, you're not going to do it. That's the most that's simplest way to put it. That's that's an evolutionary thing. Your body goes, nope, this sucks. This hurts. This doesn't feel good. Don't do it. You know, all those warning signs are being sent to you and you're not going to do it. And even if you're doing it begrudgingly, eventually you're going to stop doing it. And that's not a good long-term plan. hmm um, quick bonus one. And then we got to go. Cause I know we're on a time crunch today. Um, I'm going to give you a fourth quality for a good I coach. Want it. All right. A fourth, a fourth quality for a good coach. That good coach is always looking to graduate you out of their training, yeah. <laughs> yeah. but you're never going to want to leave them. Yes. All right. That means that they're basically, they're trying to teach you how to be autonomous, how to do this for yourself. Um, but you enjoy being with them so much, and you enjoy learning from them so much, and they're so good at creating a plan and working with you and knowing you um, that you don't actually ever want to leave them. Not because you don't think you could do it on your own, but because you two are such a good team. You're the you're the. I can't believe I'm going to say this because it's kind of not the case right now. But um, two years ago, you're the Bill Belichick and Tom Brady. You know what I mean? Oh, wow. like the two of you 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 need each other. You're you know, the you Tom Brady and Bruce
1: Arians football fitness
0: I don't know Super Bowl's coming up, but yeah, like they're ready to get you to the to the next thing to do it on your own, but uh well, maybe it is work because hey, look they did it on the he's doing it on his own right now, right but mm-hmm. um, but the case is that you don't want to leave them, and maybe that's where the bridge fell apart between the two Tom Brady yeah. and Bill Belichick, right? you love the progress that you're making with them you you couldn't trust anybody else, and you know that you could do it on your own, but you want to outsource that thinking and that process and, um, and know that like there's nothing you couldn't achieve working with that person.
1: Boom.
0: Cool. I think that's, a. I mean, I know I just dropped ranty, there, but I feel like that no, was a good, good way to end
1: a ranty podcast that I feel better after doing. Good. Yeah.
0: Good good, good. good. Well, everybody, thank you all for listening to this. Also, I forgot one last bright spot here. I'm going to drop this real quick and then we'll go. The other bright spot here is on Sunday. I went out for the first time in a while, just because of, other health stuff that kept me from being able to do it. I got to donate blood for the first Whoa. time. And I, and I know a sounds blood like, drive. okay, you donated blood. But like, that was the thing that I prided myself on. Like every three, four months, as soon as I could go donate blood, I already had another appointment set up to go donate at Boston Children's Hospital, which is where I donate all my blood. Um, and I wasn't able to do it for a while because of, like, GI stuff, you know, blood work stuff, whatever. So, to be able to finally do that, I got to do that on Sunday, which was awesome. So, that was a big, big bright spot. All right, everybody. Thank you all for listening. We'll catch you next time. Casey?
1: Like Bob Barker always says, R.I.P. Bob Barker, spay and neuter your animals. Peace out! <laughs>
0: Hey everybody, it's Rob over at the Healthy Parent Podcast. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. Hopefully you got some useful information. Worst case scenario, you got to hang out with two fun people that actually care about your success. Um, if you enjoyed listening to the episode, do us a favor and hit that subscribe button um, on whatever medium you use to listen to podcasts, whether it's iTunes and Apple Music, uh, Spotify, Stitcher, SoundCloud, whatever that is. Um, it'll do a lot of good for us as far as growing this community and helping us reach more parents um, you know by showing your support. Um, if you ever have any questions, show topic ideas for future episodes um, or even want to share those bright spots with us. you can reach us at mailbag um, at the podcast.com. Again that's mailbag at the uh, Thanks so much for listening and we'll see you next time.